This podcast is made possible thanks to Aussie SEO agency Studio Hawk. They're a longtime friend of this show who, like me, wants to see your beautiful business thrive. Go ahead and bookmark studiohawk.com.au forward slash Timbo for an exclusive, free, and in-depth SEO audit and traffic analysis. I'm a little sad. Sad at just how many business owners I speak to who are frustrated by their website that costs them a fortune but isn't producing any return on their investment. So... I asked one of Australia's leading website producers how to design a website to boost conversions in any niche. It's episode 581, promising very big returns of the 12-year-old award-winning small business big marketing podcast. And welcome back to your weekly dose of high conversion marketing. I'm your host, Timbo Reid, and I have an insatiable curiosity for uncovering marketing strategies and ideas that help businesses just like yours to grow exponentially. You, so much more importantly, are a motivated business owner ready to crank out some great marketing to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. And guess what? That is exactly what we do around here. So you are in the right place. If it's your first time, a very, very warm welcome. As per usual, team, there is marketing G-O-L-D dripping from the ceiling over here at Small Business Big Marketing's HQ. So let's get stuck right in. Got a very interesting episode for you next week. If you are keen to get exposure for that beautiful business of yours on podcasts around the world, yep, I am interviewing a guy who is a specialist in getting business owners interviews on podcasting, taking you out of obscurity and getting that beautiful business of yours noticed. That's next week. But right now, let's meet one of Australia's leading website producers, Greg Merrilies of Studio One Design. Now, I've got a lot of time for Greg because he is passionate about creating really, really, really good-looking websites that, wait for it, actually get great results for their clients. Results like more sales, more inquiry, large lists of prospects to have ongoing communication with, you know, results that grow businesses. He's not about just pretty websites. He makes beautiful-looking websites, but they actually convert Now, Studio One Design has custom-designed over 2,000 websites for a range of brands, including Bulletproof Coffee and Effortless Swimming, past guest of this podcast, plus some high-profile online marketers, including Perry Marshall, Chris Ducker, Jordan Harbinger. Wow, those guys are no slouches, and Greg does their websites. Plus, he's putting the finishing touches on my new website. (laughs) Speaking of slouches, he's even designed a website for Yoda from Star Wars. Well, that's almost true. They designed one for Frank Oz, who's the original voice of Yoda, Miss Piggy and other Muppet characters. Don't you love it? Anyway, this is all about how you can turn your website into one that is high converting. And here's Greg explaining his obsession with websites. 
Well, I mean, for a start, I am an online marketer and I just find that online marketing is absolutely fascinating because everything points back to the website or if it doesn't, it pretty much should, right? And I'm a designer at heart and I find it fascinating the challenge of designing websites that not only look good, but essentially sort of turn a visitor into an action taker and essentially a client. Yeah. And yeah, there's a real art and psychological science combined, you know, because every website um, is really, it should be unique because every business is unique and yes. yeah I like the challenge of finding a custom solution for all of our clients. So just to be crystal clear here Greg you are talking about the idea of a website not only looking beautiful but actually providing some kind of commercial return on investment for one's troubles? Exactly exactly yeah. Oh this is ridiculous <laughs> I don't believe you. You will spend the next 45 minutes proving that that is possible because there are you know there are a lot of shocking websites out there and we'll, we'll sort of let's get each other a little bit angry in order for you to then present these five compelling sort of insights that turn any non-converting website into a converting website. Before we do that, what's interesting is you and I met, I guess through design, because way back then, and I'm going to say 10 years ago, you actually uh, hit me up in a very masculine way, Greg, um, with the offer of doing some t-shirts for small business big marketing. We did indeed, yeah. And uh, I mean, a little bit of a backstory for, for that, which led to that essentially, is that, yeah, we were a t-shirt design business since the year 2000. Um, and look, we went through some challenges, basically our business uh, in the in the rag trade, essentially, we, we got squeezed out because the retailers went vertical around a decade ago. So that means our clients who were the wholesalers were dropping like flies. My wife was also in, uh, in the wholesale game for the uh, clothing industry and therefore she lost her job. And at the time we had like, you know, six full-time Australian designers in our office. We had an office, don't anymore. We'll talk about that later if you want. But we had a young family as well at the time. And so realistically, I had to pivot big time or, you know, my business was about to go down. So, you know, to, to just get through that transition, I just learned as much as I can. I borrowed 100K as well just to stay afloat, by the way. Wow. And um, so, yeah, we weren't in a good position, but um, I found podcasts. So then you thought you'd hit Timbo up with some free T-shirts and see whether he can turn things around. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bit of merch. Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, I heard on one – I mean, podcasts saved my business basically. And so I heard on one po- wow. one podcast the host saying that their logo sucked and I thought, oh, okay, here's an opportunity. So I designed them a logo and sent it to them on a T-shirt because that's all I knew kind of thing. <laughs> you know, basically yeah. the way I think of a logo, if it looks good on a T-shirt, it's going to look good. So I sent it to them and they absolutely loved it and then I ended up hiring one of the hosts, James Ramco, as my business coach. I think you know him because you taught him how to podcast. Uh-huh. And um, anyway, he said, look, that works so well for me. Why not send it to other, you know, podcast hosts nice. like Timbo Reed and a whole bunch of others like John Lee Dumas and yeah, a whole bunch of, you know, American podcasters. Yeah. And, and yeah, so that's that's when I sent you the uh, the T-shirt design. And what was your reaction? Yeah, it was awesome, mate. And, well, and back then, you know, online T-shirts and ordering all that was pretty new. You know, it's sort of a dime a dozen these days. But uh, you've been in it for a very long time, buddy. And getting back to websites, you know, on behalf of the small business owner that you work for and I sort of represent, if you like, and you are one yourself, you know, that website is a funny thing. You know, and I'm being a generalist here, but some think it's the silver bullet. You know, get the website up and everything will be okay. Yep. Some just get, many get incredibly frustrated by the process of having to go, okay, well, I need a website. Now I've got to pull all the content, the copy, the videos, the pictures, the all that kind of stuff together. And then you get handed, you finally hand it over and you push the green button to go live. 
And it's like, you know, many think that's the end. That process is over. You and I know that's only the start. Yeah. And then there's the whole bloody science of someone arriving at your website, a business's website, and being taken on a journey to either generate an inquiry, build a list, or buy. And there's just so much going on. You're looking, nodding your head and laughing. There is a lot going on. Yeah, it's incredible how much is going on. And every business is unique, so yeah. you have to approach it in a, in a unique way for that particular business. And they might have different goals and outcomes that they want from their website. And look, to be honest, I mean, I see a lot of websites, but I know for a fact that most websites on the web really do suck, right? Like mm-hmm. they don't convert at all. They might only just be temporary websites. Who knows? But the point is we like to work with businesses that already have like an offer that kind of converts or they've got a reputation, etc. And then we like to, you know, figure out what's working, figure out what's not working. And we've got a massive process for that mm-hmm. that you know we sort of went through with you Timbo as well yeah um but yeah it's it's you know it's not easy to to figure that out but um yeah we've, we've come up with a set of principles that help figure that out in any niche basically what you're very good at you're very good at a number of things Greg but you're <laughs> and we're going to go through some marketing insights around websites that you're going to share but sure. somehow I would also encourage my listeners to look at how you go about marketing your business and what you do. The fact that you, you know, you've secured an interview on a podcast that has an audience that's 100% relevant to you, that's really smart. Thank you. The fact that you have got a wonderful offer, which we'll detail later, but it's a quiz and it takes business owners through a series of very simple questions that allow them to identify where their w- website is missing the mark and allows you to identify those points as well. And then you're going to send them a report that says, hey, here's the things that you need to fix and how to fix them. It's just clever, mate. You are you're embracing this whole helpful marketing concept that I rattle on about in depth. So uh, Yeah, well, it's the boomerang effect, essentially, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, is, yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, and I call that leading with value. And, you know, I think, I mean, that's what I did with the, the T-shirts as well. I, I led with value. Yes. So I guess for the listener, if you have anything that's unique to your skill set that you can offer to somebody that has an audience to reach that audience, then, you know, think outside of the square. Don't just send them a lead magnet or, you know what I mean? Send them something that's unique to you and, and you'll cut through the noise, basically. Lead with value. All right, buddy. Now, we're going to go through these five principles that can turn a non-converting website into a converting website in any niche. Just from a from a, a mindset point of view to those that are listening, sure, there'll be some business owners that are listening that are about to get a website. Boy, are they in the right place at the right time. Yeah. But what do you say to those business owners that have had a website for one, two, five, ten years? Is what you're about to share still relevant and easy to implement? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, look, we designed full websites from scratch, but um, yeah, you can, you'll pick up some tips on this that, uh, you know, in this training, essentially, that you'll realize, oh, yeah, I'm not doing that. Or in that checklist that we're putting, you know, to the listeners, it's really 50 things on your website that if you don't have and you turn it into a do have, you're going to get better conversions. So, yeah, there's quite a lot there to, to improve essentially. And yeah, it doesn't matter what age your website is, you'll probably find, you know, on average, we get about 15 to 20 is an average score out of 50 that most websites, even if they're established businesses, get in this quiz. Now, Greg, I, I do represent the small business owner. They're busy enough. You just said there's 50 things they could potentially fix. My head just imploded. <laughs> um, can we just kind of put them back at ease to say, hey, and tell me if I'm wrong here, maybe they do need to do all 50 things, but can they just kind of chip away at this yeah. and go, oh, you know, there's one, you know, mobile friendly or two, you know, 
add some images. This is kind of one, we can do these things piecemeal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And look, these 50 things are if you have, let's say, you know, products and a checkout and, you know, we have a whole section of questions on those type of things. But mm-hmm. for some businesses, it might just be, I want my phone to, to ring, right? So you're not going to have sales pages and checkout pages, etc. So, but all these 50 things come down to a set of principles. So, um, yeah, you don't have to have all those 50 things. But the point is, you get all those 50 things right, you're going to have a high converting website for sure. Okay. And, and some of them are very rational. Some of them are a little bit more, um, is the word esoteric? Quite a big word, probably never used before on this podcast. But your <laughs> first point is understand your audience. Now, before yeah. you explain that, I've heard that before, okay? And rightly so. Some cliches are cliches for a reason, right? Because they work. But, you know, gee, any business that doesn't take the time to understand their audience, to understand the problems their audience have that you can solve, have some empathy, how is this prospect or your, your audience feeling about dealing with your business, your category, all these things. So is that what you mean and can you sort of um, build on that? Yeah, exactly. So realistically, like a lot of people just assume they understand their audience, but it can be way more powerful if you interview or survey your audience, right? I mean, if you think about like when somebody's on your website, they don't really care about you at all initially, right? They only care about what's in it for me. So, you know, when they're on your website, they're wondering like, do you have a solution to my problem? How will I benefit from your offer? Do you have proof that your solution works? Does your website look credible and trustworthy and like are you an industry leader and an authority in your space like are you the best at what you do essentially and then you know potentially how much is your offer people are always wondering that Mm -hmm. and then why should they choose you over your competitors right really on your website you want to give them a clear pathway so you can solve their problem and, and for them to essentially buy from you so if you think about all those questions when if you think about putting a survey on your website or sending a survey out to your your cold list, your, your clients or interviewing your best clients, etc. you're going to get some insights around those questions. And once you get those insights, then you put all those things back onto your website yeah, so that right. you're talking to a similar audience so that when they land on your site, they're going to think that you have a solution to their problem and they should choose you over your competitors. And I suppose if we were to bring that into real life, you know, out of the virtual world, it's no different to meeting someone, say yes. you're meeting a prospect for the first time over a coffee you are going to impress that person by demonstrating a level of understanding of where they're at. Yes. You know, and that might have been, for example, face-to-face. You might have checked their LinkedIn profile out before meeting with them. And you can say, hey, I noticed you worked at such and such. I know you studied at such and such. I noticed you've got these hobbies. And already that person's going, this, this, this business understands me. Yes. So no different to a website because I guess a website, I love that definition of, of marketing and there are many, and the one that I love is um, marketing is what you do when you can't go and see someone. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so if, if you go to meet someone, you know, you're going to do your research. You're going to put your best foot forward. You're going to converse with them and have great conversation and, and try to understand their problems and figure out how you can solve them and offer them elegant solutions. And I guess in a virtual world, that's what your website should be doing. That's exactly what your website should be doing. Right. Yeah, totally. And what we like to do is position like your business as the guide and your customers as the hero. So you really just, when they land there, they really have to feel like, you know, uh, this is why your copywriting is so important actually, um, why, you know, you need to focus on your customers' needs, not yours. One of the biggest mistakes I see is, 
people say, you know, welcome to my website. Well, how boring is that? There's no value in that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead, <laughs> you know, your, your copywriting should be focusing, and your imagery as well, by the way, should reflect the copy and enhance the copy, but really show that you understand their problems and, and that you have a solution for them and, and here's the outcome you can expect, right? Uh, there's a quick test you can do on your website, actually, to, to check if you're positioning, you know, yourself or your customer as the hero. And you can just have a look at the amount of time you write the word I, we, or, or me, or our, etc. verse you or yours, right? And realistically... Me, me, me. Me, me, me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And realistically, you should have about 75% of your copy on your website talking about, you know, you, about them essentially, yeah. Mm-hmm. But use the words you and not them, you know, like pretend you're talking directly to 100%. that person. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, I quickly my the introduction to my podcast has, has remained unchanged for many years, and I quickly credentialise myself because people want to know who you are. Who the hell? Why should I listen to you? But mm-hmm. I very quickly get that out of the out of the way, and then I say, you know, but you so much more importantly are a motivated business owner, and I sort of yes. it's very purposeful that copy. It's like you know, hey, this is not about me. As much as much as most listeners think it is about me, and I think it's about me, it's not about me. It's about helping business owners. Spot and, um, Spot on, yeah. I love that intro. And that, yeah, I, like the more I learn about copywriting, I'm not a copywriter, but I do love copywriting. And yeah, when I listen to that intro, I think, yeah, yeah. Well, he's, he's, he's honed that in. Copywriting, nice. man. Let's, let's, let's just kind of be, put a bow on that, this first point of understanding your audience because yeah. it's all very well for you, the business owner, to understand your audience. And that's going to help in so many ways, much well beyond website copy. Um, you know, it'll help develop your offers, it'll help develop your marketing messaging and all that kind of stuff. Copywriting for me, and I think I represent many listeners, is an absolute pain in the ass. I actually like writing, but I find it, it creates incredible tension in my body because it's like, I think I've done too many courses and spoken to too many copywriters to, you know, oh, you've got to have the, you've got to do this and you've got to do that. And you've got to have a funnel and it's got to lead here and it's got to go there. It's like, oh my God, I'm just not going to write it. <laughs> but, but that said, if you can afford a copywriter as a business owner, I would thoroughly encourage them and you're nodding your head to that point too because I do this test every now and then when I'm speaking, Greg, to a live audience, which is hands up if you could call a graphic designer right now and have something designed and eh, probably normally nine out of ten in the room put their hand up. Keep your hand up if you could ring a copywriter and have some copy written and I would say 80% of the hands go down. Yeah, Copywriting is an underplayed skill set in the marketing artillery of any business owner. And for what you're talking about in understanding your audience, do the surveys, do the quizzes, get all that information. And then it provides a great brief to the copywriter to then run off and write the website. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, a good copywriter will ask a whole bunch of questions around everything that we've kind of just talked about. So, yeah, it's important. Do you guys provide that service? No, we don't. We, we work with copywriting partners. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, we, you know, we work closely with them. And if a client needs us to introduce them, then, then we can for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. We're going to move on to point two, Greg, but just a reminder, and I'm going to get you to explain it shortly, that you have made a really, really generous offer to my listeners. They're not going to find anywhere else to help their um, their websites convert. To that point, brand positioning is your second hot, I was going to say hot sauce, uh, secret sauce. <laughs> 
<laughs> Absolutely. It is a hot sauce. You get it right and it'll be delicious. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, what do you mean by brand positioning? Yeah, so like brand position is essentially like about how credible and different your brand is in your marketplace, right? It's about like how your audience perceives your brand and your offer. Uh, it's not just the look and feel, but it does need to reflect, you know, your offer essentially as far as the look and feel. Uh, you don't want your website to feel homemade because people won't think that you're, you know, the best of what you you do but don't get me wrong if you start a new business definitely go get a template or do it yourself because you want to save money but if you've got a serious business then yeah invest in having you presented in the best light possible mm-hmm. um and yeah realistically like if you get your brand positioning right and after after a while you have like consumer loyalty think about the biggest brands in the world you know if apple put out a new product people will just go and buy it because they they got that brand loyalty they, and apple's got that brand positioning that created that so yeah that, i mean to me that's what brand positioning is um yeah realistically i mean it all comes down to like looking at your competitors studying them and then like uh, jay abraham said you know, you want to zig when your competitors are zagging, essentially. <laughs> and it's also about putting a stake in the ground and saying, hey, listen, this is what we stand for. You know, like for a business needs to sort of, again, define themselves in order for their prospects to go, that business is for me, that business is not for me. And that, you know, yeah. that means polarizing an audience. I think that's okay because, yeah. you know, I say it so many times on this this podcast, but try to be everything to everyone and you end up being nothing to no one. So having a clear brand position is really important. And again, you know, you go from being, you know, if you're a plumber, all plumbers' websites look the same. If you're a real estate agent, all real estate agents look the same. It's because they haven't done any work on the brand. Yep. You know, they're just trying to, they're just doing what everyone else is doing. I couldn't agree more, yeah. And it is a big mistake. People just think, oh, I'll copy my competitors, right? But they don't know everything about that business. They don't know, um, you know, what their offer truly is or what who their audience truly is. So it comes down again to understanding your audience. And so, yeah, just don't don't copy your competitors is probably the number one thing. You want to be unique. You want to stand out. You want to be memorable. And, yeah, I mean, you never get a second chance at a first impression, right? I hate that cliche, but it's so true. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you've given me a couple of shots, but I pre- and I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me um, – you know, I think the other thing too, and, and when you become a client of, of Greg's business, Studio One Design, and which I am and have been, you go through a process. Uh, Greg asks a lot of questions in order to extract the brief. So you don't have to sit there and write the brief yourself. Greg asks a lot of questions and, and there are a component, part of those questions are all around branding. Simple things like, you know, why do you do what you do? What do you do? How do you want people to describe your business to others? What's the personality that you're trying to get across? What sets your business apart? Which sometimes is a very difficult question. People go, oh, you know, customer service, you know. But anyway, you, you work with them to really kind of drill down and, yeah. and clear away all the cloudy bits and get something that's very clear and succinct and very on brand for each and every one of your clients. Yeah, it's really hard to answer those questions, but yeah, I encourage everybody to study your competitors because if you can figure out what they're not doing and then fill that gap, that's super powerful. If you're frustrated by not appearing on page one of Google, and I'm guessing you are, then you're going to love Studio Hawk a local SEO agency who cut out the middlemen and focus on boosting your SEO ROI, okay? Now, I know what you're thinking, not another SEO agency, Timbo. How do I know I'm not going to be ripped off? (laughs) 
<laughs> well, for one, you deal directly with experts, not middle managers who slow things down. Plus, Studio Hawk are specialists with their award-winning pros getting up to 300% ROI for their precious clients. And Studio Hawk are based right here in Australia. So no more dealing with overseas tricksters. Their exclusive listener package includes an SEO master plan aiming for three times ROI, authority-boosting backlinks, technical SEO fixes, and journalistic-style human-written, not AI, content. For a free consultation with a senior SEO specialist to get an in-depth audit, traffic analysis, and roadmap, head to studiohawk.com.au forward slash Timbo, or give them a buzz, 03 Next little insight, Greg, into how to design a website to boost conversions in any niche. You've just very broadly labelled marketing strategy. Marketing strategy. Can you be more specific, please? <laughs> yeah, so marketing <laughs> strategy in general, like, I mean, if you think about a cold um, visitor to your website, so cold in the sense that they haven't interacted with your brand much at all, right? They come to your website, they may have found you through a blog post or through, you know, some social media marketing or something pointing back to your website. And then they come to your website and A, you need to have a clear path for them. But if they're cold, you can't expect them to buy from you at this point, right? So you need to have some sort of strategy, some sort of marketing funnel, and it could be just one or two steps, right? Uh, but you have to have something that's going to warm up that cold lead, or if they're warm lead, turn either one of them into a hot lead. So once again, depending on your business model, that could be a range of things. But for a lot of business, that could just be, like you alluded to at the start, it's about building relationships. So people do people, you know, with uh, business with people. So really, it might just be a free kind of strategy call. It's, you know, no obligation, etc. We do that on, on our website and, and that helps a lot. Is this um, your, is this about giving away something, you know, in, in exchange for, for an email address primarily? Yes. Is that like a really good starting point? Yep. Ab- yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and again, it's amazing how many businesses don't do this. And, you know, I talk about Greg and, you know, build on this, is that none of us have websites that are Facebook or Instagram where someone's going there literally every 15 seconds. You know, some you look at some people, the way they check in, they're going to Facebook every minute of the day, you know, and our websites aren't like that. Yeah. People may come to our website once, mm-hmm. maybe twice, maybe three times if they if it's a pretty good quality website. After that, we're not going to see them again. So it's sort of incumbent upon us as the website owner to say, excuse me, can I have your email address in exchange for some high quality content that I've produced that's going to be, be a value to you in some way? And then now we can have an ongoing conversation. There you go. Exactly right. You know, um, I see people saying, you know, sign up for my newsletter. Well, nobody wants more crap in their inbox, right? But if you give them something of, like you said, of, of value in return for an email, they're going to be far likely, far more likely, I should say, to uh, give you that email address. But then it doesn't mm. stop there. Another mistake I see is people just take their, you know, let's say lead mate to grab an email address to a thank you page. And on the thank you page, it just says, hey, thanks for blah, blah, blah. And that's <laughs> it, right? But that's <laughs> what a lost opportunity. Yes, exactly. It's a golden opportunity to build more trust and you know we recommend having a face to camera video saying hey thanks for let's say it was a pdf download or whatever uh downloading the pdf you're really going to love point yeah. number seven or 
whatever it is. So, you know, they say, oh, get them a little bit intrigued to go and actually read the thing instead of the ebook going to an ebook graveyard. And, and then realistically, you want to say, hey, look, you know, if you have this type of problem, you want to talk, it's, it's kind of like what we call a spin selling solution, where it's based on a book by Neil Rackham called Spin Selling. But it's really what you want to let them know that you understand the situation they're in, the problem that they have, the implication if they don't address the cause of the problem and the need, which is your solution. And that's when you offer them something else for free. The next step in your funnel might be to spend more time with you in the form of a webinar or a call, etc. I, I want to give listeners an example of this right now. Yeah. Um, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest they go to the link studio one design.com forward slash Timbo. The one is a number one. Now, there's two reasons, two really compelling reasons to go there. One is Greg has made this ridiculously solid offer, only found there to business owners and listeners of this show to help you get your website into shape. I'll get you to touch on that, Greg. But if you do go to studio1design.com forward slash Timbo, have a look at the email sequence you enter because Greg will email you not, he's not going to spam you, but here's the no. thing. Each and every email you get from Greg is incredibly helpful. I, I honestly, mate, I look forward to your emails that I know I'm in an automated sequence. Yeah. But they're helpful. And as you say, lead with value. Thank you. And every single one of your emails is not like, hey, buy from me. I've got a special on, you know. It is. We never do hey, that. No, you don't. And there's something, honestly, sometimes you just got to look and, and investigate other people's marketing and pull it apart and see how it applies to yours. Um, so, yeah, look at it from that point of view. Greg, just just that offer, don't go into yep. too much detail because I still want to get stuck into these insights, but it is very generous. What are you offering at studio1design.com forward slash Timbo? Yeah, well, for a start, it is those 50 things. So it's a quiz, right? And it has like seven steps to go through the, the range of questions. But uh, realistically, that will help you you know, identify the problems that are holding your website back. So that's number one. But two, if you do end up wanting us to help you solve that problem and design a new website for you, we're going to design all of your social media banners to match your new website design as a bonus. For free. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And you guys are good designers. You, <laughs> I'm blowing your trouble. <laughs> How much you pay me? <laughs> no. Honestly, because the, you are rare. I have found over, over my journey, and maybe I haven't looked hard enough, but I've found... I found good website designers who can't develop. I found good developers who can't design. Yeah. And a mix of both. And, and you know, you, you have got it right because you've got a team that covers both. So to that, that point, and I reckon this next one's really important, number four, psychologically influence yeah. those who come to your website. And you reference Robert Caldini's book, Influence, here. Now... This is a complete, to me, it's a complete mind F, Did you, if you know what the F stands for. I'm not going to swear anymore on this podcast um, because this is where it gets really like, wow, there's a lot you can do to influence people who arrive at your website. So just sort of touch on this whole psychologically influencing. Absolutely. And if you think about your website, like, I mean, if you met somebody one person at a time, like, you know, it, it takes forever to reach them and get the message across. So, yeah, realistically, the beauty of having a website is that you can talk to multiple people at once, um, you know, even while you're asleep. So, the basically what we want to do is talk to them on a psychological level. Well, it's not just talk to them, but it's have things on your website that appeal to them. And everybody's kind of different. They have different things to appeal to them, you know, that they'll find appealing. So, 
some people are logical thinkers, some people think more emotionally, etc. Um, and so what we're trying to do here, based on this book, Robert Cialdini's Principles of Persuasion, called Influence, he's got like seven principles. And the first one is reciprocity, which is really like we've just discussed. It's the boomerang effect, you know. People um, feel obliged to repay you like a favor, etc., if you've already uh, given them, you know, some free content. And that could be a, a blog post, uh, you know, it could be free video training, it could be a free seat, free podcast, or whatever the case is, right, some sort of free, free offer. So the podcast and, and, and let's say YouTube, etc. that's all good to build an audience, but realistically you want to get that email address to take them to the next level. And two is authority. So the principle two is authority, which is really, you know, we inherently trust authority figures, you think about police or whatever the case is and so what we want to do is you know show these sort of trust signals on your website to position you as the the authority in your niche and that might just be from sharing your knowledge in the form of a blog or whatever um, but also the design if you have a professional design that can help but using professional photos and videos and just taking everything within you know the perceived authority to the next level uh, think about books that you've written mm. or awards that you've won or, you know, anything that's going talks, to... Talks that you've given, yep. whatever it is. And, and there'll be people, there'll, again, there'll be business owners here, oh, I haven't got any of that, I've not written a book, I've not done this. There will be things that you can use to yes. demonstrate that you are an opinion leader, a thought leader, you know, an authoritarian, yeah. <laughs> that's the right word, no, someone of authority in your yeah, niche. Yeah, even back yourself. if you're a tradesperson, okay. just a photo of you with your van, like all dressed professionally, yep. a professional totally. logo on your shirt, you know. It's going to help you look uh, professional. Cause so then the other ones, p- other parts of influence, well, there's obviously social proof. Yep. Uh, that's an obvious one. Yep. What's liking mean? Liking, yeah. So realistically, it's it's about the principle of um, when somebody likes you, right, they're more likely to be persuaded by you. And so therefore, when you interact with people on social media, just make sure you comment and, and in your videos, come across as likable. Put your personality out there. Some people might hate it, but you're going to find some people will love it. That's right. You know, a lot of this stuff, what I love about it in the context of the small business owner, Greg, is that this stuff done well, even half well, makes you look a lot bigger than you are, Yes, you know, and, and, and that's what's beautiful about the marketing landscape these days is that it allows us small business guys and girls to punch above our weight, if you like, yeah. and, and consistency is just one of those things. You know, look at Nike, McDonald's, Apple, everything's consistent, the same logo, the same colours, the same font, yeah. the same photographer, the same images, the same, and that doesn't cost any more, right? You just, it's just, it's just, a, it's just a, a theory that you need to know. And so, yeah, being consistent in the way you present it again, that's what Studio One Design is good at. You know, every page of your website is going to be coming from the same songbook, so to speak. Thank you. Yeah, but also not just the look and feel, but your marketing messaging. Be consistent mm-hmm. with all of your touch points, right? Um, yeah. Be- stop making them up. Yeah. You know, stop trying to make it up each time. Yes. Make it up once <laughs> and, and get it out there. Yes, exactly. And having even having like, um, a, like being consistent with your values, as well um, can be really important throughout all your blog posts you know you might blog on some sort of news article but you've got your point of view on it and people will resonate with that point of yep. view last couple of points around building uh, influence scarcity and influence as uh, scarcity and unity I should say yeah so scarcity is really the principle where people believe you know if there's a short supply they generally want more so that's part of it limited seats or you know limited stock or whatever the case is right but there's another element of scarcity that he talks about in the book that you think Think about what's unique about your business. If you can just show what's 
guess about like why people should choose you, put that into your headline and that can be quite powerful from a scarcity perspective as well because people can't get that anywhere else. A good copywriter will do that and uh, it's that old theory of, you know, you, you want what you can't have. So it's not, you know, it's not making stuff up, but yeah, not, not again, making it. Who did I interview recently talked about trust hurdles? Oh, uh, Adam Schwab who owns um, Luxury Escapes. Oh, yeah. He talked about they've worked very, very hard at creating trust hurdles on the Luxury Escapes website where people, you know, every time – and it's, a hurdle sounds like a negative thing, but it's just something you need to cross. And, and again, a lot of these things you talk about, social proof and authority and all that kind of stuff. Last point around influence is unity, Greg. What does that mean? Yep. So this is the newest principle he added to the book, and it's because – so many businesses now have built a community around their brand and the reason people do that is because the community want to feel connected with like-minded people and a similar you know, belief of, of whatever they, they believe. It might be a religious belief, it might be a sporting team, a race, a nationality, mm. I mean, it could be music, it could be any type of belief system, there's a lot of kind of crypto, um, you know, uh, discords and things like that, that have a lot of unity. But yeah, so he's added this principle because it can be a really good place to build trust with your community before you then offer something else. Yeah, got it. Love it. Okay. Now, uh, studio1design.com forward slash Timbo is uh, where you are going to find Greg and that incredible offer that he's making to those who want to improve their website conversion. Point five, Greg, Conversion-focused design. This is where the science hits the road, isn't it? Where you are taking people on a journey. Uh, Exactly. So you understand all these principles, right? And then you've got all this information. It's like, right, how do we put it on the website? And that's where a good design comes in from a visual hierarchy point of view where the copy is the hero, the design around it needs to support the copy. Um, But then all of the other like trust building psychological drivers and elements need to be in the right, you know, positions as well at the right place on the right pages. Uh, For instance, we put social proof on every single page because realistically every page of your website is a page of your marketing strategy. So always have a call to action on every page as well. A lot of people miss that because you don't know which page people are going to come into. So you want to give them a path no matter where they are for them to end up into, um, you know, a path that's going to help solve their problem. Um, you know, quizzes can be quite... Can, can I just add yep. to that and hold your thought because what you just said is so important in building a list in particular. So two points there. One is we seem to always direct people to the homepage of our website because it's like the front door, yeah. which is it's not. Mm-hmm. It's actually not. It's a door in yes. and it's a popular door in because people share that link the most. True. Um, and on that page, if the website's any good, it has got some way of collecting an email address in exchange for some kind of freemium, as we call it, a, a video or an ebook or whatever it may be. Yep. However, what if then people go and spend, look at another five, six, seven pages and they never come back to the homepage, you still want to have that email capture form on other pages. You still want to have that social proof. So I guess your point is really important. Like just don't cram the home page with anything because if your website's 100 pages long, that's 100 doors into your website. So make sure every door counts. Yes, that's exactly right. I mean, we have marketing funnels that, you know, that have lead magnets and things like that that we don't send people to the homepage. Um, but yeah, and so realistically, you could put a quiz to cater to the cold, warm and hot 
um, visitors in the sense that they click on a get started now button for instance and in there which will have good copy before the button to entice them to click on the button but in there mm-hmm. based on their situation you could ask a few questions about the situation and then based on that you could send them to a free pdf lead magnet or a free you know coaching call or you know something that's relevant to where they're at in you know in their mind essentially mm-hmm. Greg, they're great five insights, buddy, uh, into high converting websites. There's many more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah many this more. Is a good overview. Um, again, I, I am. I'm, I'm. I'm so into the mindset of the business owner versus what they can do in terms of picking up tools because the tools. They're sort of easy, you know, like I need a website, I need to be on Twitter, I need to be doing more networking. They're easy decisions to make, but it's what you're going to put in your case on that website. It's the way you're going to structure that website, and that's where I think this stuff gets really exciting. A question uh, that I haven't, I didn't tell you I was going to ask, Greg, but um, uh, I'm interested in some of your clients' success stories in terms of, you know, don't take us through, not in detail, but in working with Studio One Design, you, you must see some terrible websites come to you. What have you, yeah. tell us a couple of turnaround stories. Yeah, well, they're not... So, for instance, okay, there's one, um, have a look at saxschoolonline.com, right? This is an Aussie that's sort of set up in the UK for the last decade or thereabouts, and he had a website that was converting well. He's got literally, I don't know, um, 75,000 YouTube subscribers. That's where he built his audience, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, it's, yeah, 8.6 million YouTube views. Um, and he had a website that he designed himself and he was reluctant to give it up and, and hand it over to somebody else. Um, and so, yeah, since it, we introduced him to our copywriting partner as well, since, you know, we strategized and, and designed his website and it went live, um, he said over the past 12 months, uh, combined with new copywriting has helped increase our conversions for the new members joining SAC School. We have added over a thousand new students to our paid membership community uh, in the past 12 months and the rate of uptake in our free introductory offer has helped our mailing list grow by 25,000 people. He said it was the best decision I could have made for my business because we did such a good job. Oh, bless him. Did you write that testimonial for him and get him to sign? No, he wrote it. I've just read it. Come on, honesty on this show, please. (laughs) I love it. Now, if you go to studioindesign.com forward slash results, there's a whole, there's like, I don't know, 100 or so there. Again, you know, is such a great marketer. Thank Look you. at Greg's marketing. Again, studio one with a number one design.com forward slash Timbo. If you don't ever use him, just pull apart his marketing because it's bloody genius. <laughs> but if you were to use you, Greg, and I know you can't, you don't have a price list as such because asking how much a website is, is sort of asking how long is a piece of string. However, I just to finish up, mate, I, I've, I hear some horror stories as I travel around speaking in conferences and speaking to business owners. Yeah. I've heard stories of 20, 30, 50 grand being spent. It's not needed. It's not needed, but it, it happens a lot too often. Mm. Little business owners, where, you know, where did you even get 40 grand to build a website yeah. that you didn't need? Yeah. What's a reasonable sort of ballpark to expect in having a website design? I know that's an unreasonable question. But it's no, a- no, it's, it's fine, yeah. I mean, like, I think if you allowed $10,000, you would get something that is designed to give you the best chance of conversions. And you think about putting that cost over the next five, 10 years, it's, it's pretty good value. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, you can pay a lot more. Um, I don't think you're going to get a lot better value. I think you might be just paying mm. for somebody's office. We don't have an office. We have a virtual team, 28 people now. 
Um, and we all work from home, so we don't have all the overhead. So we, yeah, pass on pretty good value. That's awesome, man. 28 staff, well done to you. Thank you. Uh, the future of the website, Greg? You got a crystal ball there, mate. Is it uh, is it going away anytime soon? Well, no. I mean, even if you think about the Web three space, right? Which is you know like anything to do with crypto or virtual, you know, or, or whatever, or augmented reality, etc. If you go to any, I mean, how do you start? They, you need to start with the website, right? Now, even if their websites end up being within the you know the the metaverse or whatever. Um, for us, like if I think back, being in business for 20 years, I've had to pivot so much that mm-hmm. even if we had to pivot again, it would be the same principles that we've just talked about this on this podcast where you would use those same principles in a new you know, metaverse platform, whatever. But at the moment, all of those metaverse type of um, Web3 solutions have a 2D old school website to help promote it. <laughs> <laughs> Going nowhere soon. Awesome, man. Yeah, exactly. Greg Merrilee's Studio One Design website ninja, thank you for sharing on the Small Business Big Marketing Podcast. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Timbo, so much for having me. Well, there you go, team. Greg Merrilee's one of Australia's leading website creators. You will find links to all the resources he shared over at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com forward slash 581. And I really encourage you to take the quiz over at Studio One Design. That's with a number one, studio1design.com forward slash Timbo to get crystal clear on where the quick wins are for your precious website. Now, here's my top three attention grabbers from that chat with Greg. Attention grabber number one. I just love his passion for the humble website. He is literally all in. He's got such a great business. It's very specialised. He's a great marketer, so go and check out his website. But he's just all in on helping you, the website owner, get a better one. And I love that. Attention grabber number two. I love his commitment to leading with value in all aspects of his marketing communications. Remember, your prospects only listen to one radio station, WIIFM. What's in it for me? So lead with value. Be helpful. That's what it's all about. Attention grabber number three. I love Greg's five tips, especially the one around conversion-focused design. This is given nowhere near enough attention by website owners and designers during the critical design phase. It's all very well to have a website that looks beautiful and show your family and friends, look at my website. But hey, if it doesn't lead people on a journey from discovery to inquiry, to possibly a sale, then the website is pretty much useless. It's just art. That's what grabbed my attention. I would love to know what grabbed yours. Give me a buzz. Small Business Big Marketing Hotline is where it's at. 0480 015 150. And let me know what's on your marketing mind, just like listener Aaron did. G'day, Timbo. Hope you're doing well. Just wanted to say thank you for the one-on-one coaching sessions earlier this year. They've really helped lay the foundations for the business and help us head in the right direction. Um, also, I want to say, mate, just thanks for having your podcast. It's bloody awesome. I love listening to it every week. Um, it's all anyone really needs to, to get their marketing going in the right direction. Uh, also, we've got our new website going. Love for you to have a look and let us know your thoughts mulberry.com.au that's spelt m-u-l-b-u-r-y dot com.au hope you're well mate have a great Christmas speak soon cheers hey thank you so much Aaron you are a good fellow (laughs) wow your podcast is all anyone ever needs 
Thanks, buddy. That's like possibly the best testimonial I've ever received. I'm going to be shouting that from the rooftops. I might get a skywriter. They still exist? Skywriting? Be a good marketing opportunity, bit of guerrilla marketing. Hey, I did coach Aaron earlier this year, and he was a perfect student, I've got to say. Curious about marketing? Keen for ideas? Ready to implement and did implement? He is a listener and a business owner that respects the power of marketing. Thank you again, Aaron, and wish you all the best with Mulberry, which is an awesome business if you are looking for recycled timber frames. Hey, everyone else, give me a buzz, 0480 015 150, and tell me what's on your marketing mind. Next episode, we are joined by a podcast interview scheduling expert. And together, we are going to show you how and why you need to get on other people's podcasts next year. I want you to make it a marketing strategy for 2021, and we're going to show you how. If you're ready to create some helpful marketing, and remember, it's all about leading with value, grab a copy of my book, The Boomerang Effect, over at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. And if you're loving the Small Business Big Marketing Podcast, then you will find 580 more episodes on your favourite podcast app. As has been the case for the past 12 years, it's been me, little old me, Timbo Reed at the helm. The pots and pans were banged together by Muso Lockie Dolly, and what a Muso he is. And then the chaos is made less chaotic by producer Romy Scher. Until next time, thank you so much for tuning in. May your marketing be the absolute best marketing. Bye for now. Hey, it's me again. Why are you still here? Can't you get enough business building income generating advice? I admire that. Well, check out my exclusive listener offers in the show notes on your podcast app. Each one is designed to save you time and money, but most importantly, they're laser focused on growing that beautiful business of yours into you know what. All right, have you had enough of me now? 